service indeed is him Jesus hallelujah last week we we spent some time sacrifice we spent some time looking at the sufferings of the Lord we learned sacrifices that he made for us and I have been thinking about what made it possible for all of this to happen. The channels that Satan targeted and the routes that he used to get all of this done. And I realize that it is the same that he is still doing. His strategy has not changed, except that it comes in different forms. This morning, I would like for us to have our eyes open to some of the places we need to seriously pay attention to. Last December, I had traveled for a conference, and when I came back, I was told... I was talking to my wife most of the time, but she never told me that thief came into our house, jumped, broke into cars, and took some controls. And so when I came, I was trying to figure out what else I could do to protect the house. Um, so we had to do a few things in my thinking to protect the house. And I'm sure many of us are having different things we are protecting, true or false. You are not minding me at all. We protect physical things. We, pro- we find guarantees to things that we think they are precious to us. But the Bible, which is the Word of God, warns, warns which areas we need to protect. And the more I study, the more the Holy Spirit shows me that if that is not well protected, no matter what anybody does, it will not be good. And so this morning, I want you to listen. We don't have much time. But I want you to be very, very alert and allow God to help you. So that where you need to pay attention to, as long as you live in this life, where you need to protect, where you need to guard, where you need to make sure that nothing comes in to distract your life, you take proper of that. Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning and thank you for your presence with us. We ask that by inspiration... You will speak to us. We ask that when your word had come to us, Satan will not steal. We ask that the word of God will come and remain in us and cause us to become doers of your word and your will. Therefore, Lord, let the spirit of your word have a free course to us. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. And Proverbs chapter 23, verse 19. 423, 23, 19. 
We, would you like to read the scripture for me, please? One, two. Can we start again for everybody to be a part of it? One, two. All right. And then 23:19. One, two. Hallelujah. The title of the message is as simple as you cannot, you, you can't let your heart be loose. Amen. You cannot let it be unguarded. You cannot just let it be too loose for the devil to come in and out. Amen. What you will discover as you sit down to study. There are many things that we think the devil is doing. And they are irrelevant to us. The thing that the man is very busy about, most of us don't know. He does everything to capture your heart or to find a loophole to your heart. That is the most Serious business our adversary is doing. Now the Bible said, Hear my son. Is there a son of God here? Hear my son. Be wise. Tell the neighbor next to you, Be wise. Hallelujah. Many believers are foolish. That's why the Bible says, Be wise. No, it's true. Many believers are foolish. Because we pay attention to areas that we don't need to pay attention to. And areas that we need to pay attention to, we have let it loose. My son be wise. Anybody that protects his heart is a wise man. And I will begin to show you why you need to protect your heart. My son... My son, be wise. Be wise. And guard your heart in the way. Do you know? Many things come. And sometimes, in our reasonability, in our thinking, we say it's a good idea. But only that, the real direction that the thing is going, by the time you get to that direction, you would have been finished. That's why the Bible says be wise. Amen. I'll show you a few things. Within the short time that we have. I would have loved on this subject by the grace of God to have spent about two hours sitting down quietly and everybody listening. But we can't have it like that. But be wise and hear. Amen. My son. Be wise. And guard your heart. Why will God specifically. Narrow down. And say. Guard your heart. In the, in the, in the 4. 4. 23. 
It says, keep your heart with all diligence. Would you give me another version? Guard your heart. I love this. Above all else. Would you like to read the scripture for me? One, two. We can't have time for this one. We cannot. Guard your heart above all else means if there should be ever anything that is so important to you to make sure it's protected, it's your heart. I will explain why it has to be so. Because Satan doesn't look into anything else. He doesn't... He, he, properties, they took some things from us. Let them take. As long as they can't take Jesus from my heart. As long as they cannot water me down towards Jesus. It's enough. Hallelujah. For it determines the course of life. I will... I'm not going to water down that matter. What is life without eternal destiny? What is life? Life is no life if a person cannot end up in heaven. Praise the Lord. Life is no life if you don't play, you don't live your life in a way that you will end up in heaven. Because the Bible says that your heart is actually the place that will determine your, your destiny. Because it says that for it determines the course of your life. Listen, if you are born into this life and you become even a president... And you die and go to hell. It would have been better for you never to have been known. It would have been better for you, for a woman not to carry you for nine months. And to bring you forth. Because many people have no idea what it means to end up in hell. They have no clue. Your heart is the engine that will determine where you will end up. So Satan doesn't fight for anything. Of course, he's a thief, he's a robber. From time to time, he will come and steal from you your property and few other things. Let him take it. Those physical things don't determine. They don't determine our course of life. They, they don't. They don't. Please, I beg you. When people become big men, especially when they become presidents, they never want to leave the seat because it's sweet. But they cannot be there forever. Hallelujah. Even if, if they went for a referendum and said he's such a good president, let him live forever as Mugabe, Mugabe will die one day. The man, he's weak. He's thinking for quality, he's even weak. He's still saying that, I'm strong. Obana. Hallelujah. You're not minding me at all. You know, life 
listen to me. That is not ready to fight to end up in heaven. It's no life. I beg you, let it sink very deep into your heart. So when the Bible says, guard your heart, because it determines the course of your life, it's not a small matter. How you carry your heart matters most. Ha! I want to now tell you something. Do you know what made this whole thing we celebrated last week possible? It was when Satan grabbed the heart of Judas. This, what made the whole thing come? I was interested. As my brethren were speaking, and as I was also reading and studying about this whole thing, about Jesus dying and all of this, Mama, I was wondering, what made it possible? In John chapter 13, we'll take verse 3. Probably up to verse... Um, Well, let's take no only verse um, 1 and 2 first. John 13. And then we will come back to the 12. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry. Now, I want my version. And, okay. If I need it, I will go. But stay with this one when I need it. The Bible says, now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew his hour had come that he should depart from this world to the Father. Haven't loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Verse 2. You do that one for me. One, two. Now, see something important. And supper being ended, the devil did what? I want to hear you properly. The devil did what? The devil haven't already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. I have I had a very simple question. Where did he pass to put it in? No, I know that is the heart. But the root to the heart, where? How did it become possible? What's my question? Hallelujah. Are you here this morning? Can I? How did it happen? The heart. Bible have told us protect it. But, so, how did it happen? That this man could just easily go and just say, Call 
put it there. It has bothered me. Let me tell you, if you are not serious to protect your heart, the countryman can walk in and put as he places. As I was reflecting, I was asking the Holy Spirit, I mean, there were 12 people. Why? Why this particular man? What is it? You see, this man was among the 12 who were anointed to go and preach the gospel in Luke 9. He, he was giving with unction to cast out demons and everything. I mean, it was fantastic. They all came with a good report. I mean, so, listen, Judas is not somebody who had not demonstrated power on earth. He had. Judas had seen Jesus tell Peter that go to the sea, catch a fish, open, there will be some coin, come and pay our tax. Judas was, was in fact, one of the most important persons in the organization is the financial controller. Hello? Can you imagine you being the financial controller of Jesus Christ? Because the Bible says that he carried the money back. Do you, do you, don't you know that Judas was the financial, in Ghana they say, finance minister? Probably his deputy is governor. Amen and amen. But the important thing is that this man carried money. And I said, Lord... What is it that made this man become so loose? Because you see, we are talking about something that Jesus had opened his mouth to say. He said, the son of man ought to go where it's determined of him, but woe unto the man through whom it shall be done. That's a very serious statement. That I am surely going to die, but whoever will be an instrument, it would have been better for him not to be born. That's what God said. Now, if I'm walking with Jesus, then he begins to tell a lot of things about how he's going to die, and then he comes out with such a strong matter. You remember when he said those things, and then he got to the point, the Bible says that the disciples, I'm sure at that time they have talked to themselves, and then everybody said, Lord, wait, 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 am I the one who will betray you? Another one said, Lord, I beg you. I'm sure John, who always will put his head on Jesus' chest, must have gone very close and said, Jesus, you know I'm the closest to you. You think I can do that? The, the issue was so heavy, so that everybody was just wondering, wondering. But I see a very simple statement that is just saying that, And supper being ended, I have eaten with a man. And I can, you see, when people marry, they do all kinds of wonderful things. My water. Can you stand up? You're sure you can stand up? Why? See, when people marry at the reception, turn around. At the reception, they are so happy as if the world will never come to an end. So this one will do this, and then you two do your own. And they will take picture. You go and you see. And you say to yourself, hey, I did some money. I say to yourself, hey, they love themselves. Give them a few more minutes. Ah! 
What are you saying? Carry in a That's not right. Hallelujah. So, I can see Judas sometimes will go to Jesus and will say, Jesus, you are my lover. And he will break the bread and give it to Jesus. And Jesus will put it in his mouth and then he will feel very good. And now, this man, Satan didn't carry his hand. Satan didn't take ammunition to say, if you don't do it, I will kill you. He only worked on the heart of that man. And when that man let loose, may you not let loose your heart. He just put in straight. When he put it there, after he had put the matter there, he walked out. And he said to himself, business accomplished. And countryman was coming. Quickly, when you read the scripture, quickly, the Bible says he ran and went to the people and said, if I betray him, what would you give me? Quickly. And then he said, you know, you don't know him very much. We all look alike. So when I get there, the one that I will kiss, he is the one. I'm begging you, if you never know, watch your heart. Hallelujah. Now let me take you back and probably we may find the answer in chapter 12. Verse 3. Listen to this. We'll read up to about 6. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples named Continue. You were not sharp, so let's start. But one of his disciples named Now, continue. Like the response from Hallelujah. Now, there's a very interesting matter that I want you to hear. You, even Bible itself acknowledged that the statement was good. Praise the Lord. Because I'm going to read that to you shortly. From verse 3, please. Then Mary took the pound. Of a costly oil of spagnard, anointed the feet of Jesus. Why? They say, 
with it, her hair with it, and the house was filled with the brilliant of oil, verse 4. But, 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 but. The word but is a matter. I'm praying that in your flowing with God, never should it be said, but. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, the, uh, Simon's son, who will betray him, said, Why? Let's take note of few ways, but and why. Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Why, in, in, in Matthew's account, you will come across such a thing as, why this waste? Hallelujah. Why have you wasted this? Now, even Bible acknowledges this statement. That's why in the verse 6 it says that. Verse 6. This he said. Watch this. This he said, not that he cared for the poor. Full stop. I want to say something. I am learning to be very sharp with my spirit about people and what they say. That's why on Wednesday you need to be here. May I tell you that people have motives so and Satan has the engineering power. So he's reacting. He's really reacting. And such a nice statement such as it could have been sold for the poor to benefit. Is that not a good statement? But the motive of saying it was with a different meaning. So the Bible says, this he said, so you see, God himself is even acknowledging that if it was with a good motive, there wouldn't have been a problem. So, now I am understanding that anything that you are doing that you have a motive behind, watch it. Satan will take advantage. Praise the Lord. Is somebody listening to me? Do you know that sometimes you can have a motive, but it will, as for motives, when you have it, it will never be disclosed. It will never be known. Sometimes you may have an objective, but you start working on it. When you study the temptation of Jesus, that's when you see how clever Satan is. That's when you really understand. When the Holy Spirit becomes gracious to you, you know, I, especially the third one, he took him to the pinnacle. As I'm, I'm saying, why the top there? When God lifts you up and you get to a certain place, you can come to the point where nothing matters to you. And so he, he will lift you to a point where you say, I speak, nobody else talk. So let me do. 
You can come to a point, you are a church leader, you can come to a point, you think that Sunday school is not important. Because I am above that. Nobody is above it. You can come to a point, I'm a church leader. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I won't mention names so that nobody will take me to court. So let me use the word church leader. You can come to a point when, when, you see, the reason why some people don't even come for Wednesday is that we have heard it all, we know it all. Hey. So Satan took him to the pinnacle. But I thank God. The answer of Jesus was very beautiful. I'm not going to let these things. I will still remain humble. Blessed be the name of Jesus. He said, not that he cared for the poor. But if Bible had not said it, as far as you are concerned in hearing such a thing, don't you think that it would have been a very beautiful thing? Yeah, I'm very, very sure that when that was said, those other disciples that were with Jesus, I'm very sure that one may have touched the other. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because this has become with, actually, when you read other versions, the Bible says, and the disciples, all of them were against it, and they said, what a waste. So he was the spokesperson. He spoke, and they all agreed that, yeah, I think you're suggesting it's a good, until Jesus said he did it for my barrier. The Spirit of the Lord sometimes can let you do things, and no one will let you, would understand it. So let's be careful what we do. Amen. But let me, let, me, let me just leave here because I have a few more minutes. And there is something that is very important. Because I'm, I, I can stay here for a longer hour. But there is something that is very important that I want to bring to your attention. Because I was wondering why, why, why Mr. and Mrs. Safira. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ananias. And the wife is Safira Ananias. Amen. Now watch something that happened to them. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 5. I'm going to do a quick reading. I want you to pay attention because this subject we are treating, I wish that God would give us so much grace for us to listen. Listen to what? Bible says that, but a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. And he kept back part of the proceeds. His wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the, uh, at the apostles' feet. But, but Peter said, Ananias, what? you must read this one for me. One, two. No, we are not in Makalanta. We are in a Holy Ghost environment. One, two. <laughs> Now, who would have known the reason? Because Satan had his heart. So Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, and keep back part of the price of the I, I, for yourself? I am I am very convinced that this Ananias man was 
one of the good men in the church, eh? I'm very convinced. He had been doing this uh, until the day when his cup was full. I'm sure everybody else knew him as a good man. So when people were freely demonstrating, oh, the work of God must go on, and they, some of them had only one land, but they got so excited, they sold it, they said, brother, take it. And he too said, no, no, I cannot just sit down. Do you know that sometimes people get up to do things because others are doing it? I pray that you will be led in your heart. So when Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie? Let me tell you, brethren, what is making it more serious is the fact that in this age of the Holy Ghost, when you do things with some hidden motives, may I tell you that it's not a small thing. Why am I saying it? Because the Holy Spirit will begin to deal with you. Do you think is this the right thing to do? Watch, watch it all. And when you despise this voice, then you get the matter. So, this brother was already convicted. And do you know why? Listen to this. He said, he said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? Now, I want to ask you a question. Where was the Holy Spirit? And why would he say that you have lied to the Holy Spirit? In other words, the Holy Spirit was speaking when the thing was going on in him. He said, brother, is this what you want to do? Be careful. If you want to give, give. If you don't want to give, don't give. But he said, You have said it, but I won't work with this. I pray that you will become sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Somebody shout a big amen. Are you listening to me? Are you sure you are listening? There are a lot of things I'm studying in and I come across them and I'm asking myself. I stop my Bible and I say, Lord, I don't know now this matter, the way it's going. Because I see clearly that when Peter spoke, that is when I recognized that. The thing that he and his wife were doing in secret, even that one, the Holy Ghost was there to say, be careful, oh, but they said, we won't listen. After all, we are dealing with human beings. They will not know. May Satan not fill your heart. You won't say amen. In the name of Jesus, may Satan don't get access to your heart. Why? Why has Satan filled your heart? And let me quickly do it. The next scripture, the Bible says that, well, while it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not your own? Was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your... May I beg you, please examine every thought that comes. Every suggestions that come, I'm begging you in the name of the Lord. Don't take them because it has come to my mind. Examine it carefully. Somebody say a big amen. amen. Are you sure you're understanding this? I mean, this is one of the stories in the Bible that really, after all, you see, humanly speaking, 
he could have said, Me mamo, I won't give you. But he brought some. And so, Lord, if he brought some, we should take it like that. But I discovered that God, eh, if you want to deal with God, be just as you are. Is somebody understanding me? Because after all, it would have added to what others have brought. And it would have made it more and more true of us. But God never looked at it that way. God was concerned with the motive of giving. And the inspiration he got from Satan to have said, give part. And that was the very serious Holy Ghost time. They will meet and pray and let's share fellowship with one another and be very happy and everybody was happy. So, you know, we are so happy with ourselves that the Spirit of the Lord, because you see, in this book of Acts, eh, there were a lot of things happening here. Miracle had already taken place when the, ma- the blind, ma- the, the crippled man woke up and everybody, so the church was very vibrant and everybody was very happy, happy. Oh yeah, we are now the movement, the new movement of the day. We are happy and happy and happy and happy as much as we were still behind the hearts of men foolishness was taking place and I pray to God and say Lord I pray I'm begging you that you see when I begin to do foolish things by the imaginations of my heart please check me out because it was a good time you are looking at me I don't know what is in your heart I don't know your motive. But I say to you, may your motive be examined. No wonder now the brethren got to the point when they say, we know no man after the flesh. Isn't it true that we may have plans, we may have hidden agendas, but because when we say them, it will not be nice. So we have to work it out. May I say that everything is exposed to our God and the Holy Spirit. And so I put it to you and me today. Examine matters in His presence and make sure that you are not found guilty before Him. Amen. The Bible says, while it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, do you know that if he didn't even give them, God, they, won't, they won't be killed? Do you know that if he didn't bring it, God would not, we wouldn't have said, you have sold it, you are chopping with your wife, you, are, and you people, you are the best. God, God will not judge you. But the fact that he lied to the Holy Ghost who was trying to say, don't do it. Once again, I don't have time to stay here for too long, but I need to tell you this. Was it not on your, in your own control? Why have you conceived? What does that mean? Why have you conceived? Meaning that there was a process. Can a woman, can, can a woman just get up and conceive? You are not minding me. Have you seen any young girl who is going and then all of a sudden his stomach started becoming big? Something must happen for something to happen. Amen. Amen. So why have you conceived? Means that yes, there was a dialogue. Satan said to him, you know, you, are you going to give all of this to them? 
You can't do that, you see. It is like tight. One day somebody told me that, Pastor, the reason why I don't give my full tight is that they will see it and they will say, I am rich. Somebody told in this church, why? You don't believe? If the person is here, I will say it. Because the person says that if I declare all my salary and I take one tent and I put it there, these poor, poor um, um, deacons, they will know. And they will come around and say, brother, I need something. You are sitting in this church. You too, you are doing this. I know I'm speaking to somebody. Eh? I'm not talking. I know. But you see, God has given you grace until today. I will say amen to myself because nobody decided to say amen. <laughs> Do you know the things that you have that are private, that are yours? They are yours. God gave you. And he... <laughs> me. Do I know your bank account? Do I know how much you earn? Back. Ah. I will not do that. So the Bible says that while it remained, after it was sold, was it, not your, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? Please don't conceive. Let it go. In the name of Jesus. You have not lied to man, but to who? This is why I'm always pleading with you, the Christian, the one that you want. You see, everybody else is maybe saying, Reverend Dennis, that what you see is far away. The real life of Reverend Dennis, there is only one man who knows it, and that is God. That's why Jesus said, we ought to fear God more than man. Because man is so short-sighted. Even as I'm standing here right now, do you know, I can preach nicely, do you know my motive? So even my motive must be checked. And I must also know that I'm answerable to God by what I'm saying. So the thing is not as cheap as anybody has thought. Do you know that you can hate somebody and they're like, ah, and many blessings. Teacher, why are you laughing? Because if somebody else saw that I do it, you until Lydia will say, hmm. Also for you and him in Kebobe, there's a palaba. So for Tilidia not to see, I will say blessings. But my God, my God says, look at him. I'm begging you, please guard your heart. Would you allow me to preach more? I want to see by hand those who want me to preach. I see you. You don't want me to. You want me to close. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, sometimes let's just endure small so we can be blessed. Shout a big amen. You have lied to God. The next scripture. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell and breathed his last. Oh, 
So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young man arose and wrapped him up, carried him out and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered and said, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. She said, yes. See, God put some angels in the church. Nobody walked out to go and tell Mrs. Ananias, Mommy, your husband is married. So when you are coming, tell the truth. It's one of the scriptures that has bothered me a lot. I said, why none of the brethren went and said, please, when you come, don't lie. Then I realized that God doesn't do like this, like this, like that. And why even the two of them didn't come in at the same time? Who can tell me why the two of them didn't come in? It's as simple as because God wanted to give everybody the chance to defend himself. And why is it that one of the brethren didn't go and make concert to say, Hey, your husband is married, married, oh. If you are coming, come and tell the truth, oh. God also made sure that everybody's feet was glued. So, honestly, may I tell you something? I fear God, oh. When your cup is full, brethren, may you have a good heart. That heart that Jesus has tempered with, may you make sure it's so protected that you don't do foolish things with it. You won't say me because I said foolish. Are you here this morning? You see, I, I, I'm be honest with you, I don't know how most Christians are reading the Bible, but I, I have a problem. I read, yesterday I was studying and not this. I was studying some different things. And somewhere along the line, I dropped the Bible and I said, Lord, we have a case to settle. The case is Dennis. Please, this thing that you have shown me, huh, you are the only one who can help me. And I broke down and I prayed to God. Because I discovered that this intimacy was so direct, I couldn't run away from anything that I was reading. And I didn't want to put up because I've been arrested by the word. I've been captured. Have you people sang that? I belong to you. May the Lord capture you. Is somebody listening to me? Are you sure you are not offended? Better don't be. Because this Akura man in fear not anything. I love you. And the things that God is dealing with me, I'm sharing, sharing some with you. Okay? Hallelujah. Peter answered and said, ah, No. Where are we? Tell whether you sold the land for so and so. And she said, Yes, so much. Read that for me. One, two. Amen. I'll read one last scripture and then we'll come to the communion of Matthew chapter 12, verse 33 to 37. Matthew 12, 33 to 7. 
I, I honestly, let me be honest with you, I wish that we had time to take Mrs. Um, Ananias' matter as well, so we could have talked a little more about it. But few things that I see are very essential about Mrs. Um, Ananias' one is that God didn't want any man's interference. I'm sure that in this church, if it happened, somebody will be at the gate and he will sneak out and go and look and make a call or WhatsApp. <laughs> you say, even as I'm talking, yeah. have you heard? Where are you? Your husband is there, though. He told a lie. It's about the land. I'm begging you, please, when you come, don't lie. Sing, if what? Do you know that God can cause your WhatsApp to cease? Today's generation don't fear anything because of electronics. But I came to tell you that we are dealing with a God that is more than electronic. Your little mind in constructing electronic cannot stop the hand of God. Fear God and leave. Why are we behaving? We have become too intelligent. You know what means? That's why I said time will not allow me. Because I would have said a little more about Ananias. Ananias thought he was very smart. Please don't be a smart person. Examine every motive. And allow God to break you down and shut your mouth. Because it will help you. Now. Adam make the tree good. And its fruit shall be good. I pray that you will be made good today and your fruit shall be good in Jesus' name. Either make the tree good and its fruit shall be good or else make the tree bad and its fruit shall be bad. For the tree is known by its... The Bible says in the next verse, brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth does what? And so the thing was conceived in the heart, and so that is why sin was told. And Ananias, they conceived the thing, became pregnant with it, and they spoke it. So may I tell you, people say things not because they are fool. You see, when they say that, oh, forgive me, I was joking, or what kind of come as them? I spoke Portuguese. I must speak English. When people come and say that, oh, I was just joking, it's a lie. As far as I've read from the Bible, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, the mouth will speak. So, when people speak things, it's not because they haven't sat down. They have thought of it. It's only as for the mouth, it's a career. So, watch your heart. Watch your heart. Christianity has been reduced to down. Men have paid attention to, oh, because he did this, he did this. Let me tell you, I examine you, where am I standing? What is my motive in this action? It's more important than anything else. And so, he says that, brood of, Jesus, I mean, if I say brood of vipers, I will be carried to well, Supreme Court. I don't know whether when they decide, anybody will obey. 
But may I tell you, brood of vipers, how can you being evil speak things? For, Jesus said, for, 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 nothing comes for nothing. So when you hear me say foolish things, just say, oh, Pastor Dennis, repent over that. You say, your heart is, has been affected. Oh, you are not minding me. See, when you tell your brother, when your brother says something, and you love the brother, and the thing is, ah, one day I said something, my, aunt, my daughter, Amma said, hey, Dada, when I have been caught, forgive me. I thought I was joking. Oh, I know, I said, I, I hear somebody say, oh, pastor, so can't we joke? You can joke. I heard Reverend Esther this morning in one of the, he says, superfluitiness of naughtiness. It's also scripture. That's what it means in tree language. May the Lord deliver us. That's why now, see when you read such scriptures, when he says that, be careful, oh, what you speak, you will give an answer. Then you begin to understand that that thing is a heavy matter. Amen. Are you okay? You don't look okay. But I think the heart is okay. Amen. So let me just read this and bring it to a close. So I will just... The next verse. Good treasure. We spoke... Out of, uh, out of the good treasure of his heart, that's what brings forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth good And I say to you that every idol will... Oh, you, you read it. Because right. One, two. I think we are going to repent before we come to the table of the Lord. Because I see that this... I am very, very... I am very, very sure that majority of us have some against... Something against us in our name. I think you may have said something this morning. <laughs> I think it will be better. I want to close my sermon because I don't want to preach for too long. What you have is enough. Bow your head. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now I'm serious. Bow your head. The first thing you need to confess is what you have said. Hallelujah. And the second thing you need to confess is the imaginations of your thoughts that you are the only one who knew. For which reason what you said, you said so. You're coming to the table of the Lord today and you sincerely want God to let it be a blessing to you. So ask the Lord to look into your heart. Sometimes we can take it for granted. But we don't want to do that today. Father, we come to you today. Forgive us. Sometimes, human as we are, we make some things as though it's nothing. Oh my God. We please ask you to look into our hearts. 
and look with favor to forgive us. Certain ideas that Satan put there, we allowed him. We were off guard. And we allowed him to come in. May I say this to you as I pray to the Lord right now. Do you know that Ananias and Sapphira were born again people? Because it happened after the movement of the Holy Ghost. When Jesus was called. They were part of the congregation that was meeting. Today's believers, we are so convinced in ourselves that we are so... Listen, I'm born again. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. So anytime we talk about heart matters and sin, sometimes some of us are even arrogant to say that. Why should you say this? Please. I'm not saying it's for... (laughs) To bring you down. May God forbid. I'm saying it so you can have a good standing. Will you tell the Lord and say, Lord. For some of us can even think that we are not standing well. But pour it to the Lord. He will forgive you. He is ever merciful. Thank you, my Father. I belong to you, Lord. Father, I come with my brethren. I come with each one of us. We are asking, Lord, since you are the only one who can see from inside out. We are not talking about the heart and the blood and the, and, 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 and the different parts of, 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 of our lives, Lord. We are talking about our heart, the spirit. The, we are talking about the soul, Lord. We are begging you. Anything that is standing against us today because we opened the door and Satan came to drop something. We ask you to forgive us. We are begging you. Please, any imaginations and motives and things that we have orchestrated and conceived. Some of them, Lord, they are even there because we are pregnant with it. Let it be aborted today by forgiveness as we ask for it in the name of Jesus. Help us. Please. We are coming to your table. We don't want to come with any carry-ons. We don't want to come with anything standing against us. So, Lord, we want to drop it. We heard last Wednesday night clearly that we should seek this treasure of the kingdom. Then we should go and sell everything off. Lord, we sell it out this morning in the name of Jesus. Please, don't let anything stand against us as we come to your table. We are grateful that you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We are getting ready to...